Welcome. This is Make Today Great, Study in the Word. I'm Bible teacher Marilyn Poston. Today, we are going to be discussing power for the times. As we all know, we are living in evil, perilous times. We know that things are in chaos. There's a crisis in every situation that we can look at in business, in education, in um, politics. Seems like there's just chaos and crisis and tragedy. But we, as being in the kingdom of God, have power for the times. We have the power of God available to us so that we can not just cope, but that we can thrive in these evil times as being kingdom citizens. And we are kingdom citizens, as we are told in Colossians chapter 1, verse 13, that when we come into the kingdom, when we have been born again by the water and the spirit, we are citizens of Jesus' kingdom. The scripture says in that verse, Colossians 1 and 13, that we have been translated, moved from the kingdom of Satan over into the kingdom of Jesus. He is God's dear son. And when we are kingdom citizens and we have been filled with the gift of the Holy Spirit, then we have the power of God. Power is defined as might, strength, ability, abundance. It comes from the Greek word dunamis, which is like dynamite. We have the power of God on the inside of us when we have been filled with the Holy Spirit. We have God's ability. We have his power. We have his spirit that has come to fill us, to dwell within us, and to live in us. For our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And we have to know what this being filled with this power means in Acts 1, chap, chapter, chapter 1, verses 4 through 8. But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. You shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. So we have this power. We have this force the power of the Holy Spirit on the inside of us to witness, be witnesses of Jesus. That doesn't just mean that we're going out and telling people of his goodness, but we can tell them because we are witnesses of his power. We are witnesses of what he has done. We can tell people what he has done for us, that he can save, that he can heal that he can deliver, that demons can be cast out in his name by the power of the Holy Spirit. We are witnesses of these things if we are kingdom citizens because we know for ourselves how he saved us, how he delivered us. And we should be telling people because we are witnesses to it. We've seen it. We have witnessed it with our own eyes and seen it in our own lives. We've seen the power of God work in our lives. We've seen and received his blessings. We know how he is faithful. So that makes us witnesses. And we should be spreading this truth to the whole world. We should be spreading this truth to everyone that we come in contact with 
that Jesus is first of all real and that he is a savior. He is the only savior. He is our deliverer. He is our king. He is our help in the time of trouble. That's what people need to know in these times in which we live that we serve a risen savior and that he is powerful. He is mighty and he has given us his power. He has given us his ability that we can go about doing the work that he did. We have divine power. That's ability and authority. So we have seen, we know what God can do. We know what the spirit and the power of God can do. And we need to be witnesses. We need to be telling a lost and dying world that Jesus is alive, that he is powerful, and that he can save. He can turn lives around. He is still a miracle worker. He is our keeper. He is our savior. He is our Lord. In Acts 2, verses 1 through 3, those who were in the upper room had power from on high. They had to have that power. We have to have the power of God to be living on the inside of us, dwelling on the spirit of God on the inside of us. How can we do mighty works? How can we see signs, miracles, and wonders if we are not filled with the power of God? It just doesn't happen by happenstance. God is sovereign, and he does just some, some miracles he just does because he's a sovereign God. But he told us as believers to do the works that he did. He said that we could do the works that he did and greater. But we have to know that we have the power of God. In Luke chapter 24, verses 46 through 47, Jesus told the disciples, the 12 apostles, he told them to go into Jerusalem and be filled and do with power from on high. He told them that he was going away, but for them to carry on the work of the kingdom. And we, as being kingdom citizens, are to carry on the work of the kingdom. We are to be doing the things that Jesus did. Acts 10 and 38 said that Jesus went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. We are to follow his example we are to be imitators of Jesus and the apostles doing the works that they did as being kingdom citizens. The works of the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> we have the Holy Spirit, and these are the things that he is in our life. He is our helper. He is the comforter. This is in John 14 and 15. Jesus said to his disciples, I'm not going to leave you alone. But I'm going to leave you another just like me. I'm going away. I'm going to ascend into heaven. But I'm going to leave you another just like me. The comforter, the paracletos, the one called alongside to help. The Holy Spirit is our helper. What does he help us? He helps us to do what Jesus commissioned us to do. To go into all the world and preach the gospel. He commissioned us to do these things. And he said, I'm not going to leave you without power. I'm not going to leave you without my authority, but I'm going to leave you the Holy Spirit, the comforter. He is our advocate. 
He is on our side. He is there interceding for us. Jesus is interceding for us that God doesn't cut us off while we are off doing what we want to do. But he is everything to us. He leads us. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. He leads us into all truth. And there's so much false teaching, so much false doctrine. And I'm telling each and every one, do not just listen to what I say or to what any other preacher, pastor, teacher, prophets tells you. Know the word of God for yourself. That's why the scripture tells us to study, to show ourselves approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. That's why we need teaching. That's why God put teachers in the fivefold ministry so that we can be taught and have an understanding of the word of God. But the Holy Spirit, when you hear something that's wrong or contrary to God's word, the Holy Spirit will prompt you, say, "Mm -mm, that's not right. You'll have that knowing in your spirit. That's another reason that is vital to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So when you hear false teaching and you hear false doctrine, the Bible told us that there will be many, many in these last days that are teaching false doctrine. But we have to stick with the truth, with the doctrine of the word of God, the apostles doctrine. Jesus told them to go about it, teach teaching that, teaching his doctrine, the things that he had taught them, they were to go about teaching. That's what we are supposed to believe, the teachings of Jesus and his apostles. And then he told us that we could do the works that he did. How can we do? This is in John 14 and 12. How can we do the works that Jesus did? If you study the life of Jesus, he went about healing the sick. He casted out devils. He preached the gospel of the kingdom. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. The same Holy Spirit anoints us to do the same things that Jesus did. But we have to be filled with the spirit. We can't, we ain't catching the Holy Spirit and all these phrases and terms. We must be filled. Our spirit must be filled with the spirit of God so that we can do the same works that Jesus did so that we can accomplish our divine destiny. We have been called for purpose. We have been called into the kingdom for such a time as this. We have to have the power and the authority of God. In Mark 16, 15 through 18, we can we know this gives us the great commission as to what we are to do in the kingdom. We have ability. We have power from on high. Mark 16 and 15 says, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. But he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. This is the ability that we have as believers. Said these signs shall follow them that believe in the name of Jesus, not in our own name, 
not in our own authority, but in the name of Jesus. We can lay hands on the sick. We can be witnesses of Jesus, go into all the world and preach the gospel. All of us have been commissioned to declare the gospel, to tell people the gospel of Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross, that he rose again, that we might have eternal life, that sons may be birthed into the kingdom by the water and of the spirit. Just as Jesus told Nicodemus, you must be born again of the water, water baptism in the name of Jesus, and of the spirit, the being filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. And he said, go into all the world, preach the gospel, and he said that you would lay hands on the sick, that you would cast out devils, that you would speak with new tongues. When you are filled with the Holy Ghost, you will speak with new tongues. It's a language, the prayer language, the language that God gives those who are filled with his spirit. Not something you have to work up, not something you have to fake, not something you have to think up. When you're filled with the Holy Spirit, it will come. The tongues will come. It's not something to be afraid of or something spooky or, 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 or to make us nervous. It's just evidence that we have been filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. So we have the power of the Holy Ghost to do the works that Jesus did. Again, we have a divine destiny as being kingdom citizens. God created us to fulfill our destiny. He created us for purpose. He said, I know the plans I have for you, plans of good, not of evil, to bring you to your expected end. We have been given this life as a gift, and we are to use our lives to be pleasing to God, to be in service to him, to do his will, to lead others to Christ. Preaching the gospel of the kingdom, teaching the kingdom principles, laying hands on the sick, fellowshipping with the saints. All these are things that we have been told to do as we continue to live in the kingdom as kingdom citizens. These are the things that we must do to be kingdom citizens. If we look at the apostles, they operated in the power which they had received on the day of Pentecost. We see immediately that they went out. Uh, Peter and John in Acts 3, they went to the temple at the hour of prayer. There was a man there who had been lame since he had been born, and he was looking for something. People today are looking for something. They need help. They cannot find it in the things. They cannot find it in the pleasure, in the entertainment, and all these things that they seek. They are constantly seeking a new thrill, a bigger thrill, because they are still empty. They are still lacking something. But once they come to know Jesus, he can fill the void that is in our lives. He can give us the joy that's unspeakable. He can give us peace that passes all understanding, things that we cannot find in the world. See, the world, we seek, we seek happiness. Happiness comes from external things, and that's temporary. But the joy of the Lord is permanent. It is constant because he said, my joy and my peace I give unto you, that there's joy and peace in the Holy Ghost. 
He told us in Ephesians 5 and 18, not to be drunk with wine wherein is excess. Because we get excessive when you get drunk. It's excessive. It's over, overboard, going overboard. But he said, be filled with the Spirit. Being filled with the Spirit of God is nothing can compare to it. Nothing that this world has to offer can compare to the peace, the joy, the love that we have when we are filled with the Spirit of God. We need the power of God in our lives, the power of God to deal effectively with the troubles and the problems of this world. The Holy Spirit is what we need to be overcomers, to triumph, not to just get by, not just to survive, but to thrive, to be overcomers. We can run through troops and leap over walls with the power of the Holy Spirit. We are more than conquerors when we have the Holy Spirit. For greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We must have the power of God in our lives to do the work of the kingdom, to be who God has called us to be. So what are we doing with the power of God? Is it sitting dormant and not doing anything, not operating, not functioning, not going forth? That's not what God wants. He wants us to go forth. He wants us to be blessed so that we can be a blessing. He wants us to be witnesses, to tell people who he really is, that he is real, that he is alive, that he is powerful, and that his power dwells in us, and we can use the power of God to help others. That's the mission. That is the purpose of the kingdom. We're hearing so much about all these things in church, all these other things. But the purpose of the church is to send forth the gospel. That's what we have all been commissioned to do is to preach the gospel of the kingdom, to tell people about Jesus, that he can save, he can transform our lives if we let him. That is the power that is needed for the times in which we live. I hope that you have received something from the word of God today. I always receive something from the word of God. The word of God is what we must have in these last and wicked days. I pray that you make today great. This is the Make Today Great podcast, study in the word. I pray that you have received a blessing from the word of God and that you will continue to listen and that we, because we need God's word and tell someone else, Tell someone else not only about the podcast, but tell someone else about the goodness of Jesus, about his grace and his mercy, and invite them to be saved, to be filled with the Spirit of God. That's what we need, this power, the power of God for the times in which we live. God bless you. Make today great.